Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transformations Podcast. And um, here we go. We're going to go right back to it. Um, in chapter 16, Joe rejects what Ishaz mentioned in the previous chapter. And this is happening in verse 2 and 3. Joe's suffering is not because of his guilt that he mentioned in verse 8 and 17. Joe feels like that God is stalking his prey in verse 9. And he was the advocate in verse 20. I love how Job wants a relationship with God, prove his innocence, find out what's happened to him, give it of his suffering, and wants an advocate. But his friends want him to repent so that he can get all this stuff back and that his suffering only happens to sinners and such. I love that when, that Job says to his friends, verse 1. Then Job replied, verse 2. I have heard many things like these. You are miserable comforters, all of you. 3. Will your long-winded speeches never end? What ails you that you keep on arguing for? I could also speak like you if you were in my place. I could make fine speeches against you and shake my head at you. Five, but my mouth will encourage you. Comfort from my lips will bring you relief. In chapter 17, Job declares his spirit being broken and many emotions about his struggles. Great chapter to read. I love that Job says the following in this chapter, verse 9. Nevertheless, the righteous will hold to their ways. Those with clean hands will grow stronger. End quote. Bildad believes that Job's suffering is due to rejecting God in chapter 18, verse 19. Zophar believes that God is angry with Job in chapter 20, verse 28. But let's get back to chapter 18. But we know that Job in chapter 1, verse 8, that God is not mad at Job. Bildad spends chapter 18 accusing Job. Poor Job. Um, Verse 1. Bindad the Shilite replied, verse 2, When will you end these speeches? Be sensible, and then we can talk. Verse 21, Surely such is the dwelling of evil man, such is the place of the one who does not know God. End quote. Oof. He talks about what happens to wicked men in verses 5 to 20. And chapter 19, I love when Job says the following in response. Verse 4, 5, and 6. If it is true that I have gone astray, my error remains my concern alone. Five, if indeed you would exalt yourselves above me and use my humiliations against me. Six, then know that God has wronged me and draw his net around me, end quote. His heart seems heavy in verses 7 through 20. Job asks pity from his friends in verses 21 to 22. I love that Job ends the chapter with the following, verse 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. 27. I will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. If you say, how will we hound him since rule of trouble lies in him? You should fear the sword yourselves for wrath will be for wrath will be punishment by the sword and you will know that there is judgment. End quote. In chapter 20, Zophar replies in chapter 1. The chapter ends the following, 28 and 29. A flood will carry off his house, rushing waters on the day of God's wrath. Such is the faith God allows the wicked, the inheritance appointed for them by God. End quote. Honestly, it's making me sad on how Job's friends keep insisting that Job suffers because of his sin. That must have been hard to hear. We can have great motives to want to help people, but constantly accusing them and assuming it's not helpful with friendship or any type of relationship in life. 
In chapter 21, Joel talks about how the wicked people have prosper. They have wealth and live life free of fear. Verses 9 and 13. Verse 14 and 15. Yet they say to God, leave us alone. We have no desire to know your ways. Who is the Lord Almighty that we should serve him? What will we gain by praying to him? Verse 16. But in their prosperity is not in their hands. For so I stand aloof from the plans of the wicked. Verse 20. Let their own eyes see their destruction. Let them drink the cup of the wrath in, of, of the Almighty. In chapter 22, Zippot does not believe that Job's case will be good for him. In verse 3, and that he lacks humility or respect for God. In verse 4. So he is guilty as charged in verse 4. Zippot mentions Job's supposed crimes in this chapter. Which and promises that if Job humbles himself, that God will bless him in verses 25 and 27. I love that it says the following in this chapter too. Can a man be in benefit to God? Can a wise person benefit him? Verse 3, what pleasure would it give to the Almighty if you were righteous? What would he gain if your ways were blameless? 17, they said to God, leave us alone. What can the Almighty do to us? 18, yet if was he who filled their houses with good things. So I stand aloof from the plans of the wicked. 21. Submit to God and be at peace with him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. 22, 23, 26, and 27. Accept instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove the wickedness far from your tent, surely then you will find delight in the Almighty and will lift up your face to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows. 28. What you decide on will be done and a light will shine in your ways. In chapter 23, Job rejects that and has hope that God will hear him and ruin Job's favor in verses 4 to 5. I love that it says in the following chapter 3 and 4. If I only knew where to find him, if I... If only I can go to his dwelling, I would state my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. 9. When he is at work in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him. 10. But he knows the way I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. 11, 12, and 15. My feet have slowly followed his steps. I have kept way without turning aside. I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. 15. That is why I'm terrified before him. When I think of this, I fear him. 16. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. In chapter 24, Job mentioned the ways the wicked prosper in verse 14. This is important because suffering is not black and white. Suffering is not always for the wicked, just like prosperity is not always for the righteous. I love that Job says this, verse 24. For a little while they are exalted, and then they are gone. They are brought low and gathered up like all the others. They are cut off the heads of the grain. In chapter 25, Bilidad speaks about God's majesty and how unworthy men are in verse 5 he calls job a maggot and a worm oof in verse um six and it's so sad how they treat him job in chapter 26 job talks about god's power in verse 9 and mentions about that god orders the universe that how god orders the universe is not fully known to us in verse 14 in chapter 27 job does not like that 
He, no, Job does not feel like he needs to repent and maintains his innocence in verse 6 and calls his friends his enemies in verse 7. Job even predicts that they would suffer just like him in verse 20. I love that Job says this in verse 2. As surely as God lives, who has denied me justice, the Almighty, who has made my life bitter? Verse 4, my lips will not say anything wicked, and my tongue will not utter lies. 5, I would never admit you are right. Till I die, I would not deny my integrity. 6, I would maintain my innocence and never let go of it. My conscience would not approach me as long as I live. End quote. In chapter 28, it describes about God's wisdom. I love that it says the following verse 11 actually i'm going to describe verse chapter 28 in my next podcast episode thank you so much for listening to transformations podcast and have a great day bye for now